The Dallas Stars took a tough loss on Monday night at the hands of the Canucks, but they're looking to bounce back tonight in Edmonton against Connor McDavid and the Oilers. And on today's show, we will get you prepared for this game, previewing it entirely, going top to bottom on everything you need to know before this big matchup. It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Stars Media, coming to you on this Wednesday, April 20th. Uh, certainly hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, we are halfway there, almost to the weekend, and it is another Dallas Stars game day. Lots to talk about on today's episode, Stars and Oilers. But before we get into that, i got to say thank you for stopping by today's episode, whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, our show is free and available no matter where you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, be sure to subscribe to and follow us wherever you listen to the show at. Uh, leave a comment, a rating, or a review if you like what you hear. But without any further hesitation, let's get right down to business talking about tonight's monumental matchup uh, for the Dallas Stars, a big game for the Oilers as well. Uh, pretty big game, lots on the line for both of these teams going into this midweek matchup. And taking a look at this Oilers team, kind of the scouting report on them, uh, they've been doing very well as of late. They have an 8-1-1 record in their last 10 games, and that includes three overtime wins and one shootout loss to the Avalanche. That is, of course, the the one in the, the overtime loss portion of that record, 8-1-1. Uh, so pretty impressive stuff to go toe-to-toe. With the Avs, I believe that was an away game as well. They were playing in Denver, and they they come out of that game with the point, and it goes all the way down to a shootout. Um, but then also they've played pretty well in the clutch in general with, again, those three overtime wins and only one regulation loss in their last 10 games. They currently have 94 points and sit second in the Pacific in front of the Los Angeles Kings, who have 90 points. So, you know, not in the playoffs yet are the Edmonton Oilers. It certainly looks like they will make the playoffs. Um, and likely look to hold on to that second spot in the Pacific. But that's why this game is so important, because we do have these other teams in their division, like L.A. and Vegas and Vancouver, still potentially vying for a top three spot in the division. So Edmonton is looking to bury their opponents, uh, which they've done pretty well as of late, and continue to move onwards and upwards in the standings to have the best possible seating, which for them right now is that second spot in the Pacific, because it they're not going to catch the Calgary Flames. Uh, the Flames and Avalanche are locked into those one spots pretty much for their divisions respectively. So uh, a second spot in the Pacific Division probably would not be the worst thing for the Oilers organization and their fans. That gives them home ice advantage to against whoever gets that third spot in the Pacific, which if the season ended today, that would be the Los Angeles Kings. Um, that would be a pretty interesting matchup, but we'll have to see if that matchup holds up or if we will be seeing someone else uh, taking on the Oilers in the first round of the playoffs. But in their last 10-game stretch, I mean, of course, talking about the Oilers, you have to talk a lot about Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, and both have been playing well as of late. McDavid has 13 points in his last 10 games, and Leon Dreisaitl 
11 points uh, in the last 10 outings for this Edmonton team. And th this team has a pretty difficult schedule remaining, I would say, even starting tonight against the Stars. I mean, it's, when you look at playoff caliber teams, uh, they play the Stars tonight, and then their next game will be against the Avalanche at home. Then they have two road games uh, in Columbus and Pittsburgh. And then they will close out the year at home against the Sharks and the Canucks, which the Sharks out of the playoff race and the Canucks still fighting for a playoff spot. But regardless of where they are in the standings, uh, those are division opponents, division rivals that I'm sure would love nothing more than to sabotage the postseason plans of the almighty Edmonton Oilers and, and Connor McDavid and company. Uh, so, you know, not really an easy game, probably the easiest game, the, that Columbus game, but still on the road. Um, and that, that Blue Jackets team has been kind of sneaky all year. And they're, they're definitely not an easy out, even though they have been out of the playoff picture for quite some time. Uh, they have a ton of talent, and that's, of course, a road game. Um, and so always difficult to go into Columbus and get a win. The Stars know that good and well from the very early stages of this season. But taking a look at the numbers for this Edmonton team, they are an offensive-heavy team or an offensive-minded team, rather. They are third in the NHL in power play percentage, seventh in the NHL in goals four, and 13th in scoring chances for. So about middle of the pack there, but then you look at the defensive side of the ice. They are 20th on the penalty kill, 19th in goals against, and 15th in scoring chances against. So again, middle of the pack on the scoring chances section, but just as far as efficiency on defense and actually consistently stopping you know, the, the opposition from getting goals on a consistent basis. They're not terrible at it, but they're not very good at it. Uh, and, you know, they can find themselves in a lot of shootouts. But, of course, they are a team built for that with some of the premier offensive talent in this league. And, you know, in the same way that the Dallas Stars are a top line reliant team, uh, in the same way, the Edmonton Oilers are reliant on their top two. Uh, two guys that don't really ever play on a line that often unless it's kind of a desperation move. Uh, that maybe, maybe they're down a goal and even on the six on five. Uh, you'll see McDavid and Jerry Suttle on the ice at the same time, or you'll see them sometimes on the power play together. But more often than not, they are separated and, and on either the first or second line, respectively. Sometimes they get moved around a little bit. Um, but man, it, the, looking at the numbers is insane. Seeing where this Oilers team is and then looking at the stats for individual players. I mean, McDavid. 42 goals, 68 assists, 110 points on the season so far. Leon Dreisaitl, 54 goals, 51 assists, and 105 points total. And then the next closest player in points is Zach Hyman with 50. I mean, even if you had two Zach Hymans, his total points would still not surpass either Dreisaitl or McDavid. I mean, the offensive production from those two is insane, and they're still getting decent production from guys like Hyman, like Evander Kane, who, uh, you know, despite what a lot of us believe about him, which isn't very good things, he's been a pretty good hockey player for this Oilers team and just tons of other offensive talent uh, on, on this roster, whether it's uh, Kyler Yamamoto or Jesse Pugliarvi. I mean, guys that can get the job done. Uh, but I mean, of course, this team is, of course, you know, going to ride and rely on McDavid and Dreisaitl for the majority of their offense. And that's been the case for the past several years, it's been the case this season, and that's going to be the case in the postseason. So this team can certainly catch fire offensively, but, you know, they seem to come and go as those top two guys do. And so the question for this Oilers team is, are McDavid and Dreisaitl enough to, one, make the postseason and make, you know, a good seed, a good position in the postseason? And then once they're there, how deep can they go? Uh, I mean, that's always kind of been a criticism of McDavid that, you know, he puts up these big numbered years. You know, he wins the Hart Trophy or the Art Ross Trophy up for all these personal awards. But just as far as 
team performance. I mean, how far can he take this Edmonton team with the skill? I mean, he's clearly a, a top two player uh, in the NHL and probably even number one. I mean, it's him. Dreisaitl is up there in that conversation. Austin Matthews is in that conversation right now. And, and so it's just kind of one of those things. I mean, you, that, that's the question with uh, the best athlete in their respective sports. I mean, LeBron James in the NBA when he was young, it was like, okay, he's good, but can he can he go all the way? Can he take, you know, fill in the blank team, Miami, Cleveland, L.A. to the championship, Tom Brady, uh, which never really that much of a question because he won Super Bowls early. But, I mean, it's just going to always be a lingering question with athletes of this caliber. So it's going to be incredibly intriguing to watch this team perform down the stretch and in the playoffs to see how far they can go in this loaded Western Conference. Well, coming up next, we will take a deep look at some of the matchups to be on the lookout for in this game. The ones that I find most intriguing and the ones I think that will be the most entertaining all coming up after a quick break and a word from some of our sponsors. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. It's all about convenience with HelloFresh. Not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly or quick and easy recipes. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from, including low-calorie and carb-conscious options. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use the promo code LockedOn16 for 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 with the promo code LockedOn16 to get three free gifts and 16 free meals. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Moving right along on this midweek episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for making us your first listen of the day. This is your host, Dane Lewis here, at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow our show at Locked on Stars. If you don't do so already, that'll be all linked down below in the description of this episode on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. But let's talk about the matchups, uh, the individual on-ice matchups in the Stars-Oilers game that we have on tap tonight. And, you know, we were talking about how this is a, a duo-led team for this Edmonton squad. And, uh, you know, with McDavid and Drysaddle, they do have all in all some pretty decent two top lines that are pretty good in their last game against the Vegas Golden Knights over the weekend. Uh, they started Zach Hyman, Leon Dreisaitl, and Kyler Yamamoto on the top line, and then Evander Kane, Connor McDavid, and Jesse Pugliarvi started on the second line for this Edmonton team. But again, we can see guys get mixed and matched and kind of plugged in and played in different spots on this roster. So who knows if that's going to be the exact lineup that we see in this game against the Stars, but uh, it's it's certainly you know going to be a top-line heavy battle, I think, uh, for these teams. You know, the Stars are, of course, probably going to run Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski like they did against the Canucks on Monday night. And then the second line on Monday, uh, at least starting the game, by the end of the game, uh, Rick Bonus was throwing out some different combinations just to try to mix things up, uh, just to try to get any semblance of offense. Uh, but the starting second line for that game was Ben, Sig, and Studenich. 
So who knows if we're going to see that line again? Who knows if maybe we'll see Dennis Gurionov get put on that second line? I, I don't imagine so. Or maybe Alexander Radulov. Again, don't imagine that. Um, I would think we would probably see that same second line and maybe a similar lineup um, or maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe move someone from the check, the, like the checking line around. I know Luke Glendening uh, was on the fourth line with Kivuranta and Radulov on Monday. And the third line was um, Raffle, Foxe, and Gurionov. So it'll probably look a little bit different. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast with hockey lineups. They they change so much and they they change for differing reasons. And so uh, the one certainty is that we will more than likely be getting the same top line. And, uh, the you know, the Stars top line has had a pretty good season in all things con- considered against this Oilers team. And even offensively, the Stars in general have had a pretty good season against the Oilers. So it's important for the top line to play some of their best hockey and try to match the offensive intensity of Hyman, Dreisaitl, Yamamoto, uh, Kane, McDavid, Pugliarvi. So it, it's going to be probably another fun matchup to watch. I mean, you think back to that first Stars-Oilers game, and it was a pretty one-sided affair with Dallas You know, winning that game pretty soundly, uh, which at the time was wild and impressive, but also uh, right in the middle of that winning streak phase of the season for the Stars. Um, and then even that second game, I mean, it was kind of an offensive shootout and Dallas had to crawl their way back into the game. Uh, you know, a five to three so- score felt pretty resounding uh, just with those three unanswered goals that Dallas scored to pretty much shut the door on Edmonton having any chance to win that game. But the matchup in goal will also be one to track this game. Mike Smith has started in goal for the last two games for the Edmonton Oilers and recorded back-to-back shutouts against the Predators and the Golden Knights, respectively. And that is no small feat. Uh, that is actually pretty impressive. I think both those games were 4-0 to zero finals. Really impressive stuff to see back-to-back shutouts against teams that uh, have pretty decent offenses and can put up goals in bunches. Uh, Miko Koskinen has been struggling as of late. He hasn't played uh, you know, in almost a week, I think. A 3.09 goals against average and a 9.02 save percentage. Smith hasn't been phenomenal, but he's certainly been better, and especially with those shutouts. Uh, his stats on the year, 2.91 goals against average and a 0.911 save percentage. But I, I imagine that we just have to see him in that. I mean, you've got to ride the hot hand uh, in, in this situation. I mean, a guy that has back-to-back shutouts, I don't know why you wouldn't start that guy, especially at home, especially with how much rest they've had. I don't think the Oilers have played since Saturday um, or Sunday maybe. So they're going to be a relatively fresh team, and that includes their goalies. And so I imagine we will see Mike Smith in the net for the Oilers. But as far as the Stars, not really sure who we're going to see because Jake Ottinger had a tough outing on Monday against the Canucks. Wedgwood, I mean, coming in late, surrendering a goal. I'm going to guess that's who we see is Scott Wedgwood in this game and then Ottinger probably Thursday in Calgary. But again, who knows? I've been wrong about goalie predictions so much this season, but I, I have to imagine that we're getting uh, a one-on-one performance. I know we've seen a couple back-to-back performances from goalies this season, but just at this point in the year, uh, you, I just can't imagine you want to risk injury or risk you know ruining the confidence of a goalie um and so not really sure who we're going to see i i predict wedgwood but uh with with that guess it's probably going to be jake ottinger so we'll have to be following that storyline to see who we get in between the pipes for the stars and if it's ottinger hopefully he's able to bounce back and recover from that tough outing in vancouver and if it's wedgwood hopefully he's able to keep his momentum going because he's been playing pretty well as of late even against vancouver again only surrendering one goal and then on the defensive side of things evan bouchard is the oilers highest scoring defenseman with 38 points 10 goals 28 assists 
course, they have guys like Darnell Nurse, Cody Cece. But again, this isn't a, a defense man-minded team. Uh, so, you know, the defensemen aren't getting the spotlight. It's those two guys on offense. John Klingberg, defenseman for the Stars, leads the way in points with 43. Six goals, 37 assists. And the Stars, Demon in general, need to have a big night and try to outmatch the production from the Oilers defenseman because they can uh, get pretty active from the blue line and and pick up some sneaky goals or even some assists that get deflected or redirected uh, in the slot around the goal. So the Stars defensemen need to be playing some of their best hockey of the season in this game if the Stars want a chance to win. And on the other side, the Stars offensive power, the forwards need to find a way to wear down the Edmonton defensemen and try to throw off their game uh, and kind of ruin their approach and, and wear them out and, and you know, get them tired in front of their own net. And I think that, you know, if they can do that and if they can play physical along the boards as well with them, that they have a pretty good shot to come out on top in this game. But coming up next after another quick break, we will give you my predictions, send you on your way with my final thoughts and predictions for this game. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is also brought to you by Bill Bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with Built Bars. They are better for you. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, while most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and a new flavor, white chocolate cookies and cream. All the flavors are delicious and new ones are coming out all the time. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make their bars taste delicious first and then figure out a way to make them healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. And we're closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars with some predictions for this Stars-Oilers matchup going down at Rogers Place, not to be confused with Rogers Arena, uh, where the Stars played in Vancouver the other night, uh, this in Edmonton, Alberta. But this is a big game for both these teams. Like I said, a lot of playoff positioning implications on the line. Uh, the Oilers looking to distance themselves from their division rivals, the Kings, the, the Golden Knights, and the Canucks. And secure that second spot in the division as much as they can. And of course the stars looking to stay securely in a wild card spot. And depending on how um, uh, Tuesday's Calgary Nashville matchup worked out, because uh, I'm recording this before that game happens, the stars could potentially leapfrog the predators and take security of that first wild card spot in the Western conference. So a lot on the line and Dallas can certainly win this game, but they will need to play one of their most well-rounded and best hockey games of the entire season. And the Stars historically have been pretty good in Edmonton. They have a winning record against the Oilers whenever they are the away team. They are 32-26-4, and four, uh, and Dallas can win this game. I mean, it's pretty easy, and this has been the key to the game for the last few matchups, and it's the key to the game in this matchup. You have to shut down the top two players, McDavid and Dreisaitl, and they've done a good job of that this season. McDavid... Only two points against the Stars this season. Both of them assist. Dreisaitl only two points as well. One goal and one assist. So this is a, a game that the Stars can win uh, because they've kind of found the recipe earlier in the year. Um, and obviously they still gave up three goals in the last matchup. 
uh, to McDavid and then two to other guys that were not McDavid or Dreisaitl. Uh, and uh, excuse me, that was Dreisaitl who got a goal in that last matchup in Dallas. But the Stars have done that. Uh, they've done it on home ice. They need to find a way to do it on the road against this team where they've been better. McDavid and Dreisaitl are better at home. And so it's going to be easier said than done. But the Stars have done it twice this year. And hopefully they can find a way to do it again for a third and final time and they also just need to do what they did in the last game which is outmatch the offensive intensity and the offensive attack from this Oilers squad uh, we again saw that in the final minutes of that game back in March where the Stars scored three unanswered goals Rope Hintz, Dennis Gurionov and Tyler Sagan to one regain the lead uh, tie the game regain the lead and then put the nail in the coffin it was truly incredible stuff and they also were finding a way to shut down the attack from this Edmonton squad and so hopefully they don't wait till the third period to do it hopefully we see that kind of effort and intensity from Dallas from the first puck drop in this game uh, because they've proven that they could go toe-to-toe with a team like the Oilers and I'm excited to see how they compete in this matchup after what happened on Monday night and Still some some pretty other big pieces in the playoff race tonight. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have a pretty tough home game against the Washington Capitals. Hopefully the Capitals can help us out and get a win in that game, regardless of what happens in Edmonton. Uh, and then, of course, again, I am recording this before um, the Calgary-Nashville game and the Ottawa-Vancouver game on Tuesday night. So by the time you're hearing this, we will know how those games have transpired. But depending on how those go, some of the uh, Nashville could be two points ahead of Dallas or still be tied. And the Canucks could have potentially leapfrogged the VGK for the the spot right behind Dallas and Nashville um, for those wildcard spots, but also being right on the tail of the LA Kings, depending on if they won that game or even got one point in an overtime loss or shootout loss. Going to be an incredibly wild last couple games of the season. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on youtube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform remember to leave a comment a rating or review if you like what you hear from the locked on stars podcast be sure to follow me on twitter as well at dane double underscore lewis and of course our show at locked on stars and be sure to tune in tomorrow for a recap and reaction of this game as well as a preview of thursday's game with the calgary flames going to be another great show and I can't wait to see you there. Have a great Wednesday, Stars fans.